welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. It's that dreaded time of the year. Performance review cycles are in process in most organizations. And according to research from the Society for Human Resources Management, 90% of performance reviews are painful and ineffective. Managers spend 210 hours on performance management and are inundated with reviews to complete. Meanwhile, employees experience anxiety about the unpredictable outcome, with 22% of employees preferring to call in sick rather than face a performance review. In this episode, we'll share performance review tips so you can set yourself up for success and turn this into an opportunity and make the most of it to advance in your career. So let's start by discussing why performance reviews are dreaded in the first place. Shouldn't this be an exciting time to get feedback and grow? Absolutely. It should be the right time to uh, grow in your career and to get the feedback that helps you advance even further. But instead, it becomes this dreaded time of the year Mm -hmm. or sometimes twice a year where a lot of employees are simply uh, terrified of the unknown. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the surprises that throw us off. Mm -hmm. And it really comes down to one simple thing. If you're not actively managing your career and you're simply focused Mm -hmm. on doing your job, then chances are that you haven't done all the groundwork that is necessary for you to make the most out of the feedback cycle and to leverage the performance for advancement as Mm -hmm. opposed to the performance review becoming a surprise instead of a confirmation of where you stand. Right. Uh, So when we wait for the review cycle to um, get that feedback, it's already too late. Right. The right thing is really to constantly be seeking that feedback um, and to also take every opportunity to illustrate your accomplishments, you know, to share those measurable uh, results that you've created, to do that on an ongoing basis and to surround yourself with allies and sponsors that Mm -hmm. advocate for you instead of waiting for the review cycle and wondering what other people think about you, wondering what your supervisor Mm -hmm. thinks about you. And when they do give you that feedback, being completely surprised because it's incongruent to your self-assessment. Right. And if that is happening, then it's not the review that's the issue. It's everything that you've done outside of the review Mm -hmm. the entire time that you need to think about. Right. So in other words, it's not the review, it's you. You haven't done the work to stay ahead so that you're not surprised. So in essence, if you're doing it right, you shouldn't be surprised. It's a confirmation, like you said. Exactly. So if you do everything right throughout the year, Mm -hmm. then the review cycle simply confirms what you already know in terms of your strengths or your growth areas. You already know who's you. You already know whether the organization and your peers and others in the organization believe that you're ready for the next level up. Um, None of that is a surprise. But if you haven't done any of that groundwork, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. then chances are you're going to be in for something that is unexpected and that's never pleasant. Mm-hmm. And no wonder, you know, so many people tend to dread the performance review. Exactly. And we've said in many other episodes as well that, um, you know, people have two jobs. It's doing their day job and managing their career. And in essence, the performance review process is that piece of managing your career. Or rather, preparing for the performance right. review throughout the year is a big part of managing your career. Got so it. if you do that right, then the performance review moment, that experience, um, is simply a formal acknowledgement of things you already know that mm-hmm. other people agree with. And it actually becomes the tipping point for you to get to the next level mm. and to keep advancing. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about specific things that someone can do to make the best of their review at this point. Assuming that you haven't done all of the groundwork so far, is there hope? You know, what tips can you share Mm -hmm. for someone to make the best of it at this point? And then hopefully learning from this experience to implement those uh, career advancement strategies to have the right habits following the review. But what can they do if they're in the review cycle right this moment? Well, you know, first and foremost, I mean, just depending on if you're already in the process, then know that you are going to be preparing for the next cycle. But if you're in about to start the process, then be well prepared. Number one, be well prepared. Document your accomplishments and make sure you're documenting them in that star format, right? So which is uh, outline, you know, what was the situation of challenge? Um, You know, what are the tasks Mm -hmm. uh, that and activities that you undertook? Mm-hmm. You know, what was uh, the actions? Exactly. Um, and then what was the uh, result, you know, right. that came out of that? Be very specific about your contribution. Exactly. That. And not only be specific about your contribution, don't undermine your contribution. This, you know, your self-assessment, it's no time to be humble. This <laughs> is exactly when you're going to document and focus on those quantifiable results that you brought to the team. Yeah, you know, exactly. What was your value add? Exactly. This is not a time to say, oh, well, you know, I don't know if that sounds like bragging, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't want to overestimate or, you know, make myself sound better than I am. Actually do everything that you can to position yourself mm-hmm. in the best light. Because if you're not advocating for yourself in this moment, mm-hmm. you can give someone else the tools to advocate for you. Exactly. So focus on making sure that you are, quant- you know, you're being quantified in your value add. So you're not just listing all these activities like I did A, B, and C. It's like I did A and as you said, follow that STAR method and really focus on these were the actions I took and these were the results and the outcome and make sure that you are, you know, giving yourself credit where credit is due. Second is you need to be extremely strategic. Know who to ask for 360 feedback so that you can build alliances, um, people who were on your team, other sponsors, so that you know you know that they will go above and beyond to support you. So if you're tapping them to do help you do 360 reviews, um, they will be the ones who are going to maybe be the ones who are pounding the table or advocating for you in that review room and that uh, you know or to your manager where you aren't you know present in in order to do that. So make sure you're being strategic on who to do that for. Yeah, at the end of the day, we all need sponsors that Mm -hmm. are advocating for us when we're not in the room. So you have to be thoughtful about it. Don't just go with someone that you're Mm -hmm. comfortable with or friendly with. Exactly. Seek out those sponsors that um, have the influence, have the power, and are willing to go 
too bad for you if they believe in your case and then make the case for that. Exactly. And you need to seek out, like you said, the truth tellers as well. You don't want just people who are going to, you know, be, oh, Monica is great and Monica does this and that. Your manager is going to see through that, right? You need to have a balanced group of individuals that you are getting the 360 review. Now, the other thing in being strategic is be specific on what you're asking them to do. Don't be afraid to say, hey, Nikki, would you mind, you know, writing a review for me based on the project that you and I worked on? And can you focus on one, how I led the team Two, you know, how I, you know, was able to delegate accordingly. And then three, how I was able to navigate the team when we had to pivot and change direction. So you kind of lead them in the direction of what you want them to focus on. So then they are adding to that in your manager. And it's basically supporting your self-assessment as well. So be strategic in who you ask and what you ask them to support you in. Then you need to think about um, the actual review meeting. You need to be specific and don't be vague about what your expectations are when, you're, when you are listening to and receiving your performance review. But you need to think about, you know, if you're wanting to set yourself up for a promotion in the next cycle, so if you're already in the performance conversation, it's too late to be talking about that. If you're expecting a review in that, in that cycle, you need to be ahead of the game and saying, okay, based on this performance review, I'm going to walk out of this review with my manager knowing that our goal for the next performance cycle is either a promotion, a raise, or a new opportunity, or even, you know, thinking about, you know, you earning an extended vacation or something along those lines. So if you've earned what you're asking for, then make Make the case for it, right? But it's important not to come across entitled. Exactly. You know, so uh, be specific in what you're asking, but be sure that you've earned that. Exactly. That you are not asking for something you haven't earned yet, earned yet, because that can actually work against you. So make the case, and if you can't make an objective case, exactly. then chances are you haven't earned that yet. Right. And you can't make the case again if you haven't done your homework. So if you're going into performance review biting your nails because you're not sure what your performance review is going to result in, then you shouldn't be making a case for anything at that point in time, right? You should be going in, if you've done your homework, you know your self-assessment, you know who's been supporting you, and you know that you've earned it, then you can start making a case for that promotion, that raise, that next opportunity, etc. Next, when you're in there, and you know, a really important thing is curiosity. Be curious. When you're receiving that feedback, whether it's positive or constructive, you need to be open-minded and you need to remind yourself to be humble and curious and replace the, you know, the defensiveness with curiosity. Yeah. So you want to seek to listen and learn, not to refute and reject. Right. So when the feedback is positive, Go deeper to understand more about your strengths and what others see in you. And if there are growth areas and that's what you're getting feedback on, then understand what the roadblocks are, seek advice on how to overcome them, and then commit to that change. Exactly. So I think that's, you know, really important to do that in terms of, again, embracing that idea of curiosity and seeing it as as a gift, Um, which takes us to finally be thankful. Um, Start embracing that mindset that feedback is essential for growth and it is a gift. Be thankful for the opportunity to learn and then, you know, use that to grow, but then always follow up on your review meetings, right? This is something that a lot of people miss is that they do the review meeting, but there is no active follow-up. So very good, um, 
action step to Mm -hmm. always take after your review cycle is to follow up with um, an email or a message that clearly articulates, you know, to your supervisor, Mm -hmm. what you took away from the meeting, what your commitments are, and then expressing your gratitude for that open feedback and the opportunity to keep learning and growing and reinforcing your, um, you know, commitment to the organization and to this role. So Mm -hmm. bringing it to a full circle, not just walking Walking out of the review meeting with whatever you're feeling, either you're super excited about the feedback or you're bummed about the feedback, don't just leave it at that. Bring it to a nice right. closure with a follow-up that documents exactly what that was. Right. And that you have taken the information and done some reflective um, you know, thought about it and then letting them know where you stand. And then using that in the future for the next one-on-ones and, and giving them an update of like, hey, I've been working on this constructive feedback and this is how I'm working to solve it. So that they know that you have, are actively doing it. So there you have it. Those are the five performance review tips. Be well prepared by documenting your accomplishments and being able to quantify the results you've created. Mm-hmm. Number two, be strategic about who you ask for feedback and what you ask them to highlight to make the case for you and advocate for you when you're not in the room. Number three, be very specific about your expectations and the ask in the review meeting, whether you're asking for a promotion, a raise, or new opportunities, and make sure you've earned them and you're not coming across as entitled. Mm-hmm. Number four, be curious when you're receiving the feedback, whether it's positive, seek to learn what others see in your strengths. Mm-hmm. And if it is a growth area, seek advice on how to overcome it and commit to that change. Mm-hmm. And number five, be thankful for this growth opportunity and bring it, bring the review cycle to a close with a clear articulation of your takeaways and your commitment to growth. So there you have it. Follow these five tips to make the most of your performance review and accelerate your success. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all resources for each show, including the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode. Do you want to grow your impact as a change agent who ignites transformation in others, but you don't have a proven step-by-step method? Do you want to grow your visibility and influence as a thought leader to inspire others, but you don't know where to begin? The Beyond Barriers High Performance Executive Coach Certification is designed for experienced leaders who want to grow their impact and influence. Join this exclusive community of high achievers, advance your career as a leader, and experience the joy of helping others grow. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com and register for the webinar to learn more.